my universal soundboard's acting up. The music is playing, but the, the counter's not moving and it's kind of glitching back and forth on my Surface Go. Hello, welcome to episode 9 of Podcast Idiot. My name's Kevin Bay. all very exciting. Today I'm going to talk about transcripts and chapters and how I figured it out. So there's a there's a blog post that accompanies this that will be I guess the show notes for this for this episode. Um so it it transcripts and and chapters are, it's kind of a cool both of them are kind of cool features in the new podcasting 2.0 uh namesca- namespace namescape namespace. And when you're using a podcasting 2.0 compatible app, transcripts and chapters will show up in your app as people are talking. So as you're looking at this now, you should be able to read along with whatever I'm talking about because the the transcript gets uploaded uh, pretty much after, not not too long after I I post the episode. Chapters is a little bit different. That one takes a little bit more time. And so when you, uh, you know, it it might appear later on, but I'll I'll go through it here. And and I didn't really understand how these things worked before. You know, I I saw them working when I'm listening to No Agenda or to uh, Podcasting 2.0 podcast. But it was, I was confused by it because I've never used uh, or I've never heard of a .srt file, or even JSON. I've I, I've seen the files before, but I don't didn't know what they were. Um, all these are basically text files, but I guess they're they're read in a particular way by software. So this is basically how I create transcripts and chapters. And I, I I do this now on the other two podcasts that I have, which are more focused podcasts and easier to do, because uh, at least they're subjects that uh, I like talking about more. This one's kind of odd. I, I, I use this podcast as a way to work through how to do the other podcasts. But anyway, so transcripts. Transcripts, um, they're, they're the first thing I do after I'm done recording. So what I do is I, I create the mp3 and then I upload that to a site. It's called otter.ai, O-T-T-E-R dot A-I. And it's a service where they will transcribe the mp3. And it works pretty well, it works pretty fast. The more clear that you speak, clearly that you speak, and the better quality of your recording gives you a better transcript. So I tend to talk, I think, a little bit too fast sometimes. So uh, it doesn't really, it, it confuses some things that I say. Also, my name, Kevin Bay, my last name is spelled B-A-E. And um, it picks it up, obviously, as B-A-Y. Um, so that one, I can go in and fix that. You can edit the transcript after it's done so you can fix some things. But if you're talking for, you know, a half an hour, 20 minutes, or even longer than that, it's going to be difficult to try to read through the entire transcript to fix 
errors. Now I suppose you can um, open up open up the the file that it creates with a text editor and do a find and replace and you know uh, do those kinds of searches to to try to fix the transcript. But that's you know more work than I would ever want to do. And I guess if if you have a bigger podcast with uh, you know staff, you can have somebody dedicated to do those kinds of things. But anyway, so I, I upload to otter.ai and then they send me an email when it's done, when, when it's fully transcribed and it's done. And then you just go back into there and um, you, uh, you, know, you open up your account and you, you click on it. There's, uh, there's you know, a, three dot a hamburger menu, a three-dot menu. And uh, you, you choose to export. You export it to uh, what's called a uh, .srt file. Just basically a text file formatted in a specific way, and you save that to your hard drive. And that file, you upload it wherever wherever it is that you that's publicly available on the internet that you can store the file, so you can provide a URL link. Now I use WordPress for my websites, and I use the PowerPress plugin to publish podcasts. And it's provided by Blueberry.com. Now, Blueberry, I don't have an account with them uh, because I'm self-hosting on my uh, web server, uh, on DreamHost. Uh, they're my web provider. And so I store all my files there. Now, if you're, I, there's a different process, I guess, when you're doing it with Blueberry. They also have some new feature that they added to the plugin that seems to do something similar to, to uh, at least to chapters and chapter images, but we'll get to that in a couple of minutes here. So then, uh, okay, you upload the file, you, you get the link, you get an, a URL for that. And in PowerPress, there is an area um, when you're publishing the podcast, in the, it's an advanced tab in the area where you where you put your podcast information. And you click on the checkboxes for add a transcript and add chapters. And in there, in the, in the section for transcript, that's where you put the location for the URL for that transcript file. And that way when you publish your podcast, the Podcasting 2.0 apps, it's the, that will put that in your RSS feed and they will automatically read it. So the and the service I use otter.ai, they have a free plan. But I have subscribed have subscribed to the uh, $99 a year. And the only reason is is because I'm experimenting a lot with this. I suppose I I could get by with the free with the free plan. Um, but they limit you to uh, 40 minutes per file. And you're limited to 600 minutes a month. Not that I'm podcasting that much to where I'm going to exceed that, I think, for now. But just in case. And it was only $99 for the year, so I just threw it in. So then I don't even have to think about it. I can, When I'm done, I just upload, let it transcribe. I don't have to think about the rest. But they do have a free plan. And, and that seems like it would be great, that free plan, even for most podcasts that are under 30, you know, for, uh, 40 minutes or under, rather. 
uh, and 600 a month, 600 minutes a month is, is a lot. If you're, especially if you're doing it once a week, even twice a week, it's not going to be that bad. Uh, so chapters, chapters now, chapters, uh, are more time consuming because it's not done automatically. I have to create those manually. And I know there, there are apps out there like Hypercatcher where people can create chapters. You can have user created chapters. And that I have not investigated because I am not an Apple user and Hypercatcher is just only on iOS. And uh, I'm a Windows and Android user. Excuse me. A little bit of coffee. But uh, so I have to create it manually. So I do that after and it will, I, I, up, I finish that file and I upload it later, uh, later in the day or I'll do it the next day or even, you know, the day after. But it's uh, the system I created. I don't know if it's a system I created, but it's a, it's a process I use that seems to make it easier. Uh, what I, you know, be, and because I make the transcript first, that's what allows me to make the chapter file uh, quicker. So what I do is um, the transcript file, once that's complete, I will open that up in Notepad. And it, it gives you, it, it gives you, you know, each, the transcript is all time stamped. So you've got a time and then a couple of lines of text. And you can easily scroll through and see when you've talked about a specific subject and if you're using notepad or anything else you can actually search for the next instance so if you know you used a specific word like say chapters then you can search for every you know every uh, entry of chapters and it makes it easy to find out the first time you've talked about it so I'll keep that I'll, I'll open that up in notepad and keep that open on one side on you know one side of my screen and then I open a website called JSON Editor Online. That is, let's see, what's that website address? It is, what did I do with it? Here it is. It's uh, jsoneditoronline.org. So JSON is spelled J, S as in Sam, O, N as in Nancy, editor online, all one word, dot org. And what this site does is it easily creates this JSON file that you need. And it's just another text file that's in a specific format where you enter in the, the data for, for your chapters. So for instance, um, I, I created a, a template that I use for each podcast. That way it preloads certain information at the top and it preloads, uh, like blank chapters, like 10 blank chapters. And, and it starts with chapter zero, which, you know, because it's a computer, uh, zero is actually one, or it's the first one. So it's zero through nine, so 10 chapters. And it's all, they're all blank. And what I'm able to do is on one side, okay, you have like a uh, the code, what they call code mode, which is basically all the code that you can see. And it's just the the actual, you know, the text and quotation marks and brackets um, all the way down from the top to the bottom. And then on the uh, right side, I copy that over and I, I turn off the code mode. And 
when you turn that off, it just gives you a better looking, uh, almost like a form that you can fill out. So when you're trying to fill out the times for your chapters, you just double click into a field, you enter the time, you enter the title of your chapter, an image if you want, or a even a URL if that's what you have. And it, it makes it very easy. So what I do is, is I'll, you know, I'll, I'll keep the two windows side by side. I got Notepad on one side and I have JSON editor uh, on the other side. And I just kind of scroll through. So then I can see, okay, I talked about this at that time and then I easily enter it in. And if I have an image, that makes it easy as well because I can just plop in uh, the URL for the image. Now your images also have to be publicly accessible on the internet because you're, you're going to plug in a URL for the image. And if you have a, um, a companion URL for a link, you would also put that in there. So you'll have fields. The, the four fields are start time, title, image, and URL. And so you feel, so say like for um, a podcast that I have called Chasing the Yield, um, I have, I'll have an image up right now to, so you can see what I'm talking about. You'll see on the left side, I have at the top, it has version number, author, Kevin, uh, which is Kevin Bay, uh, blank title, blank description, and then podcast name. Um, which, of course, I screwed up. It says Podcast Idiot there, and it should say Chasing the Yield. So I forgot to change that in the template. That that just shows you how new I am at all of this stuff in the process that I'm creating, um, trying to get used to it. So, um, and, and you see on the left side is the code mode. So it's all the brackets and quotation marks and stuff. And when it's copied over to the other side, I turn off the code mode, and you can see in each of those fields, it's just like a like a form field box. I double click in that, and I can enter the values very quickly. And it's just a little bit faster and less confusing to look at than trying to place your cursor in between the quotation marks on the other side. You can do it. You can do it however you want. You can you can make your changes in code mode, or you can do it uh, with that turned off and make it look more like a like a form that you're filling out. It's just a quicker way of doing it. So then, uh, again, you take you you create that file, you uh, save it to your hard drive, and you you know you, you name it with the ex file extension .json, and then you you have to transfer that file someplace publicly accessible on the internet. You know, maybe in the same place or different directory of where you put your MP3s and your transcripts and then you take that the URL to that file and put it in the field at least I put it in the field using PowerPress uh, where it says add chapters and then um, when somebody accesses the the podcast after that's been uploaded then the the chapters will will pop up now I use a specific naming convention that I came up with. I'm sure other people have come up with something similar for my podcast files, my MP3s, my transcripts, and my chapters. And it makes it very easy to know which ones go with which. So I'll use the date, and then I'll use an acronym for the podcast and an episode number, followed by a file extension. So, for instance, for this one, the file names will be 
for the MP3, it's going to be 2021-05-15-PIP009.MP3. And so that uh, first part of the file name will be the exact same for the other ones. So it'll be the exact same, then .srt, and then the same name, .json. So then I can easily create the URLs without um, ever creating those files. And so I can post and upload and have those already built into the RSS feed. So as soon as the file is uploaded and there, then the, the podcast app just picks it up and runs with it. If, if there's no file available, then the podcast app just kind of ignores it. You know, it just doesn't, it doesn't show any transcripts and it won't show any chapters. But once the files are there and uploaded, if it's refreshed, then the, uh, the podcast app will pick it up. Uh, so, let's see. So, as I have it right now, I even have the, the MP3 file. Um, in, in PowerPress, you enter the location of your MP3 file. So I've already entered that in, but of course I'm recording right now, so it's not available and it's not posted, so it's not, uh, it's not there. But this way, when it's all done and the podcast is made, and the mp3 file is made, I can just hit publish, and everything just works. And it's, I guess, uh, a good way for a one-man band and somebody who's just playing around uh, to be able to do all of this by themselves without any staff at all. So I, I think it kind of looks um, kind of cool when, uh, when somebody's listening to one of these podcasts and all these features are there. So like when uh, my the, the podcast I have, that's, uh, that's all I got is just from my main website, kevinbay.com. And when I'm uh, using that podcast, when it shows up in the podcast app, everything that I'm talking about, an image will pop up. So that way you can see what I'm talking about. Or Chasing the Yield, that one's even better because I can pop up, uh, say I'm talking about a specific company or a specific stock, uh, that one I can make, you know, whatever whatever image I need, you know, whatever I'm talking about, that image can pop up. So I, th I think it, it looks, you know, aside from my unprofessional recordings, the you know, if I had a, a, a more professional way of speaking, it would look pretty polished, I think, in a podcasting 2.0 app. Now, this those things do not show up in Apple Podcasts. They don't show up in Google Podcasts. They don't show up on Spotify. Um, for me, I use a lot. I use Podfriend, Podverse, and Podcast Addict, depending on the podcast that I'm listening to. I use Podverse for certain podcasts because uh, I can uh, contribute to the value-for-value value model where I'm streaming uh, fractions of Bitcoins, Satoshis. So for the No Agenda Show and Podcasting 2.0, I will listen to those podcasts using Podfriend. But say if I'm listening to uh, some other shows that I listen to, I'll use Podcast Addict frequently because I can make a playlist and they'll just go one after the other. So when I'm doing stuff, uh, you know, I don't have to worry about 
going back and pressing play and, you know, just, I don't have to fiddle around with stuff. I can just have the podcast run in the background. But there is, so there is a definite advantage for people who like to listen to podcasts and like some of these features. And to me, I think transcripts is good for uh, people who are hearing impaired. If you have difficulty hearing and you can just read along, you know, it's like closed captioning for, for podcasting. Uh, so I'm surprised, and you know, I've been trying to push this out to other, uh, I, I get, you know, I pay attention to a lot of different subjects. So uh, there's a, a group of doctors that are, they're low-carb doctors, and they frequently buck the traditional dietary guidelines when it comes to nutrition. And a lot of them have trouble because uh you know they they'll get shadow banned or i don't i don't know if any of them outright got deplatformed but you know i i tried to push this forward cuz a lot of them also posted on covid and and so, you know they were not following the official narrative of what was happening with covid and they found that some of their tweets or whatever they got flagged so you would think that they would embrace more of this. And some of them, oh, a lot of them podcast. You know, they, they do weekly podcasts based on the subject matter of low-carb uh, diets and and diabetes and things like that. Uh, so you would think that they they would embrace this. But I guess, I guess uh, you know, they're, they're busy podcasting the subjects that they talk about. So they don't have time to think about these types of features that they could add to their podcast that would make it better. Not only that, but they, it would be more independent than uh, than what they're doing. And a lot of them do uh, use the hosting companies like Libsyn and Blueberry. And I don't know if any of them use Buzzsprout, but you know they they use these other services. So they they just basically record and then they and then they upload. What they really need to do is learn more about this type of podcasting and independence and independent publishing because that's what they do. They're independent thinkers. And they look at medical evidence and things like that and and give their opinions, you know, based on their clinical experience and what they see out in the field. They're all practicing doctors. So I've tried to push it forward, and I've had a few sort of responses saying they'll look into it, but you know, I think it's kind of beyond them, and it's kind of too bad because I wish they would embrace this more because if Podcasting 2.0 can take off, then to me it's a way to get around and deplatform the major platforms. Legacy media, and that includes now social media, they're all part of the same sort of advertising cabal where they will they police everything that you say and so features like this with transcripts and chapters are just one small part of what is being worked on at podcasting 2.0 podcastindex.org you know specifically the value for value model with the value tag where you can stream payments now you know they're working with uh 
cryptocurrencies, which I'm still not a, not sold on. I think if there's some way that, that, that this can be done with fiat currency, it would be great. But right now, what they're working on uses something called the Lightning Node for payments. So you stream little little fractions of pennies, really, to you know whoever you're listening to, and then they can decide how to split that fraction of a penny to other people involved in their podcast. You know, I think it would be very helpful if there was some way to do that with, with the U.S. dollar. But uh, I guess these are subjects for another time, because uh, that value tag is not implemented anywhere yet. You have to do it manually, and manually creating an RSS feed is problematic. And I haven't seen any way to do it easily where I would want to to create it manually. It's just, it's a, that is a, a big file that's a mess. I think it would be great if, if plugins like uh, PowerPress, if they would include fields in there for custom tags. So tags that Podcasting 2.0 comes up with that maybe are not officially, uh, what do you say? They're not they're not finished. They're not baked in tags. They're still experimental, like the value tag. Just let me add it. If a podcast app doesn't use it, it won't work. I don't believe, you know, with RSS, I don't believe if, if anything gets messed up. If if an app like even say Apple Podcasts, if they look at a tag that is not part of their system, I think it just doesn't do anything. It just doesn't pay attention to it, and it plays the podcast all the same. But it would be great. It would be great. So then if uh, if there were custom tags, and then I can play around even more and experiment with all the different tags just to see how things work. You know, it's, it's not like I'm trying to make any money off of any of this. You know, I'm just, I'm trying to learn at how this works because I believe that expanding RSS has the potential to to get people out of the legacy media silos and that goes for television, radio, newspapers and now social media. You know, there's a there's a lot more independent journalists out there that have no idea this even exists and that they can do this and that they can publish on their own. You know, they're still locked into services like Substack and Medium or uh, Locals. You know, or, or they'll, you know, video is a different story. Video is, is difficult because of the file size. But for audio and for print, there's absolutely no reason why they shouldn't be, you know, doing things on their own. You know, using, everybody's going to need a hosting service of some sort. You know, that's probably the weakest link in all of this. You know, but there's a lot of hosting companies that allow you to do what I do. And and that's basically, I have a WordPress site. And then I have a certain amount of storage space. And they say it's unlimited bandwidth, you know. And if anybody starts listening to these podcasts, I guess I can test that out. But I I can host files there and people can access, you know, I've tested all of these podcasts out and they work 
perfectly as if, you know, as any other podcast. So anybody who clicks on any of them and listens, it will stream just fine. You know, who knows if there's a hundred listeners at one time or, you know, a, a thousand listeners, let's say, trying to access that one file at the same time. I don't know how that will go or how the hosting company will react to that. But as of right now, you know, using the plans that I have purchased, and they're not expensive. Um, the whole system works. But, uh, subjects for another day. I think I'm going to end it here. I've got almost 30 minutes in the bag. So that was transcripts and chapters and how easy it is. You know, look at the website, podcastidiot.com. You'll see the posts there for it, and I've got links to everything that I've talked about here today. And, you know, add them to your podcast. I think it'd be a great addition. Oh, this this universal soundboard is just not working. The, the music was supposed to queue up. Uh, it works better in here. I've got it also in the pod track on, on a button, but I'm trying to move things over to to the soundboard. So I'll talk to you next time on the next episode, Podcast Idiot. A little more smooth. A little bit more this time. because I actually typed out the blog post first, so I sort of had an agenda, except for all the other stuff after transcripts and chapters. I didn't plan on talking about that, I just kind of rambled off into that, those areas. Anyway, the next episode will be number 10. Hopefully I have something to talk about. <laughs>